Hello, real-life listener, and welcome to today's, Am I the A-Hole Stories. Story 1 Am I the A-Hole, for making my husband choose between me and his son? I, 39 female, am married to Dave, 44 male, and he has a son named Avery 19 male, and an ex-wife named Diana, 42 female. Avery has always been hostile towards me, and blamed me for his parents' divorce, despite his dad not meeting me until three years after. I have tried my best to spend time with Avery, and I've been respectful of all the boundaries he set with me. Avery still hates me. It was fine with me, as long as he didn't treat me like shit because he hates me. Well, Avery started treating me like SHD when he found out his dad was marrying me. He threw a fit, saying his dad needed his permission before marrying me, and that he wouldn't come to the wedding. His dad and I let it slide, and sat down with Avery and Diana to try and figure out why he was upset. It didn't work, and Avery refused to see us until the wedding. At Dave and I's wedding, Avery objected to us being married in front of everyone, and asked to make a speech in front of everyone later in the night. In his speech, he told everyone what a horrible person I was, and that I was responsible for his parents' divorce, and that I was a dirty homewrecker. Dave drove Avery back to Diana's, but the damage was done, and several wedding guests assumed Avery was telling the truth. My wedding night was ruined because of this, and a good part of my family refuses to speak to me despite me explaining to them that this was not the case. Avery has continued to treat me like shit since then. He got mad at me once, so he dropped my cat off at a shelter two towns over, and refused to tell me where he was until he'd been put down. I wanted to keep my wedding dress after the wedding, and he tore it to shreds. Just two examples, I'll give more if anyone wants them. Finally, Wednesday, Dave and I had Avery over for dinner because Avery actually wanted to come. Long story short, when I went to get dessert and Dave wasn't there, Avery confronted me in the kitchen and began screaming at me and told me that I was a horrible person, as well as some other not so nice things. Dave eventually came in, Avery left, and I got pissed. I told Dave that I was tired of his son constantly attacking me and treating me like shit because of something he knows didn't happen, and that I'd put up with his bullshit for the last 6 years. I told him that he had to make a choice between me and Avery, because I wasn't putting up with Avery's SHT any longer, and if it was a requirement of being married to Dave, I'd be filing for divorce. Dave told me it wasn't fair to make him make this decision, and I told him it might not have been fair, but it wasn't fair of him to let his son harass and attack me for years. Am I the a-hole? for making my husband choose between me and his son. Now that you've heard the post, here are the replies from the readers, as well as the replies to the replies. Not the a-hole. Reading the headline I was fully prepared to declare you as the a-hole, but what a tale of an horrendous son. It sounds like your husband doesn't know how to pull him into line and correct him on the basics, like you didn't meet until 3 years after separation, and that doesn't bode well for the rest of the things. This kid needs some therapy, he clearly has anger issues, having your cat put down. I don't know how you can move past that one. You are definitely not the a-hole for reaching your limit, and I think it's a massive credit that you haven't presented this ultimatum before. You can't correct crazy. And there was crazy written on this relationship from the start. If this were a reality TV show we all would have expected this to happen. What did OP expect to happen? Bunnies, flowers and heavenly sunshine. Crazy was written on day one. Yeah Jesus, I'm honestly worried for OP's safety here. Not the a-hole, 
Normally I am against making a parent chose between you and their kid but this is a different situation altogether. Avery is 19, he is near enough a grown adult. And he is acting like a petulant child. He needs therapy. The fact your husband has allowed his son to treat you like this is disgusting, that's your husband, Avery might be his son but he should have put his foot down long before now. If your husband allows thighs to keep happening, if he refuses to sit Avery down and make him understand he can't do this anymore, then he doesn't deserve to be married to you. It's not like you're making him chose between you and a 5 year old who doesn't know better. Avery is old enough to know his actions are wrong. Also for anyone saying everyone sucks here. This woman has put up with this abuse for years, years. I think it's about time her husband dealt with this and this is probably the only thing that will make him grow a pair and deal with his son. A petulant child wouldn't kill an innocent cat. He's behaving like a psychopath. Yes, exactly this. I feel sympathy for 13-year-old Avery who was having a crisis seeing his dad move on. That was the time for therapy and understanding. Now we have 19-year-old Avery who caused a cat to die, tore up a wedding dress, and acts like a belligerent asshole. What the duck have his parents been doing for the last six years? I understand thinking oh he's a kid, he'll get over it slash adapt slash figure it out. But at some point doesn't it become glaringly obvious that the kid has issues that need to be addressed? All of this. Legally speaking he is an adult. He's an adult that is conscious of his decisions and, unless documented by a physician or other licensed professional, fully capable of leading a fulfilling life with all of his faculties about him. That being said, a hole is not an adequate title for him. The father, in my opinion, is so much worse for letting this go on for six years? What the duck man? Does he love his wife or not because that sure as shit isn't how you show it. NTA. He took your cat to a shelter and had it be put down? That's some sociopathic behavior, having an innocent animal get killed to get at you. How did your husband react to that? How has he reacted to Avery's other outbursts? What exactly is your husband doing to protect you from his son? He hasn't seemed to care about Avery's outbursts, and normally just let me or Diana handle them. Apparently handling his outbursts was part of being a stepmom. Quite frankly I'd solve this issue by cutting the stepson and the husband out of your life. That looks like the solution. Even your husband's ex-wife seems to be on your side. Honestly your husband is being a terrible husband and father. I hope you get out of this toxic environment and wish you the best. He's being a shitty human being. I would have kicked my son out of the house the second I found out about the cat incident, who the duck has no reaction to that. That's not an outburst by Avery that's sociopathic behavior. That kid would be in therapy or out of the house the second I heard that. I believe the son is actually more of a psychopath instead of sociopath. Nothing here shows that he has a moral conscience of the things he's doing. This kid will probably end up physically hurting OP. The son needs to go or she needs to get out. Not the a-hole. For the record, neither psychopath nor sociopath is correct. Those terms and diagnoses were replaced with antisocial personality disorder, which covers both of the previous types. It changed since it was found that people with these antisocial tendencies can have symptoms of both psychopath and sociopath, that eventually it was decided to be different sides of the same disorder. This isn't an am I the a-hole situation. 
Avery obviously has mental health issues, very deep ones. The essential problem is that neither of his parents are willing to admit that. Would you talk to them from that perspective? 19-year-olds are worried about girls, video games, having a job, schooling, even if they hate their stepmoms and blame their dads for their lives. Avery is unnaturally obsessed. If I were in this situation, I'd make it clear to both parents that Avery needs a mental health evaluation pronto. If they refuse, that might be my signal to leave. This right here. There's a lot to digest here and Avery clearly has mental issues that are not being addressed by his parents. There's also a timeline missing here, everyone is fixating that he's 19, but this is continued behavior from when he was younger. She says he met the dad three years after the divorce which would indicate he was likely an early teenager or younger when these issues started popping up, though we don't know how long they've been together so he could have been younger. At any rate, the husband here really sucks as both a father and a husband. He's quite obviously done nothing about his son's mental issues, which likely started before the divorce to begin with, and hasn't been supportive as a husband as well. This is a right bad situation. Apparently she spent years trying to convince Dave to send Avery to therapy, but Dave is as lazy with this as everything else. If I were OP I'd be about ready to give up at this point. Dave obviously doesn't care enough to help his son or make sure OP isn't being abused. I'm torn because I don't think anyone should ever give the me or your child ultimatum but I understand also that enough is enough. Has your husband ever confronted him over his treatment of you? Or does he blow it off? Your husband's son sounds he needs lots and lots of therapy. If it were me and it lasted this long, I would not give the ultimatum. I would make the choice for him and just file for divorce. Okay, I'm going to vote not the a-hole in this instance because it seems like you need a husband to stand up for you instead of allowing this treatment of his wife. He's never really confronted Avery about it, despite me asking him to repeatedly. He did it once or twice back right before we got married but he dragged me into it which didn't help things. Info, why did you go through with marrying your husband if he showed you early on that he wasn't going to discipline his kid? At this point I don't even know. I'm guessing I was hopeful that everything would work out because Dave said things would change. The whole situation sucks, and I can't imagine the stress of it all, but Dave has shown that he's super lazy about the whole ordeal. He's looking for you or a therapist to figure out Avery's deal. It's probably not going to get better and if he does pick you over his son, who knows what kind of resentment both of them will have for the rest of your life. You and Dave need couples counseling to help plan a method of bringing Avery into it. Yeah yeah, things changed alright, for the worse and worse. Neither of them go to or will go to counseling or therapy. Avery knows there are never consequences of his psycho behavior, and neither does Dave even defend you. Time to run, OP, just run. Good luck. Not the a-hole, obviously. Not the a-hole. Sounds like this 19-year-old grown-ass adult needs to get some therapy to learn how to not act like a spoiled toddler. It's your home too and you have the right to feel safe and secure in it, which includes not allowing psychos in. If your husband still wants a relationship with his son, he can hang out at his place in the future. He tore her wedding dress to shreds and had her cat killed. There is nothing normal about this 19-year-old. That is not how angry people behave, that is how sociopaths behave. Not the a-hole, but I also think it is unfair to say he has to choose between you and his child. However his son should not be allowed in your house again.
even when you are not home. That should be a new boundary, and I hope your husband can support you on that. His son has done some extremely hurtful and horrible things to you, and that should absolutely not be allowed to continue. He can still have a relationship with his son outside of your home and without your participation. The son is an adult so there is no reason he needs to be coming over to your house. Here's the thing, I've told Dave I didn't want to be around Avery again, and I got flat out ignored. So besides dealing with your crazy, cat-murdering stepson, your husband literally doesn't give a shit about your needs and blatantly ignores you? I think this is past therapy, you need to get out of this relationship. Your husband does not care. That in of itself is a problem. Relationships are about communication, and this needs to be a conversation. He should not be ignoring you, especially about something this serious. Does your husband think this behavior isn't that big of a deal? I hope your husband comes around and is at least willing to have an actual discussion, and together come up with the right solution. If not maybe a separation is best so you can both figure out what is best for each of you individually. You should not have to continue living like this. Try to stand your ground that the sun is not to be around you or in your home, keep reiterating it even if your husband tries to ignore you. Info, do you think Diana would have been sort of feeding into this behavior behind closed doors? I know lots of parents say they would never drag their kids into the middle of their marriage drama but do anyway and I'm wondering if maybe he picked some of this stuff up from her? Like maybe he heard her on the phone with friends or family and decided that dad's evil new wife had something to do with the divorce? Maybe? I don't want to think that she would, because we get along so well, but it's possible? Narcissists love to charm in the open, but are generally causing strife behind the scenes. I'm not in any way trying to imply that the ex-wife is narcissistic, don't know her and not enough info provided, just pointing out that people can have a public-facing side and a private side that are diametric opposites. Okay. I was just wondering cause you didn't say you and Diana had issues or anything but I didn't wanna assume, I hope this all gets sorted out though. Not the a-hole. This is probably going to be removed soon. But info. As best you can, explain why Avery would continue to label you a homewrecker if you met his dad three years after the divorce. Unless Avery is insane or unable to tell time this makes zero sense. I have no clue why. I'm being honest when I say I met his dad three years after. For your info, your husband sounds weak as hell in all of this, and just wanting to bury his head in the sand. The deviant child aside, I think you also have to come to the realization that your hubby is going to potentially regress to similar behavior in similar situations that may constitute a threat to you. Info is Diana remarried? Or, was she when you met Dave? Maybe Avery, who was? I assume, 13 or under at that point, was harboring a hope that they'd get back together and that's why he envisions you as the homewrecker. He likely very much so had hoped that they were going to get back together, and if the parents were on good terms slash the mom still cared for the dad, he's now blaming OP. Not the a-hole. Your husband and his son are the a-hole. He is responsible for defending you and setting boundaries with his son. He has allowed him to continuously attack you for years and kill your cat. I would have left after that happened and the dad still did nothing. If I were you I'd have another conversation that basically says if you don't finally do something about the way he treats me, I am leaving. The choice is yours. 
he should have a very long overdue conversation with his about how the divorce clearly isn't your fault, about how childish and cruel he's acting, and get that kid into therapy because killing a cat is straight up psychopathic behavior. It sounds like Avery has some serious undiagnosed mental health issues. He needs intensive treatment. I'd be nervous his behavior could escalate to violence against you. He's already shown a disregard for life. Everyone sucks here, for sure here. How could you possibly think it was okay to just keep on trucking through the relationship and going through with the wedding before being adamant that the three of you worked things out between you and Avery? Nothing happened before the wedding, so why would you just assume that something would happen after it? You and your husband recklessly created a situation where this would inevitably happen, and while you are not the lone person at fault, you had plenty of opportunities to demand a pause until your husband got counseling for Avery until continuing forward. Just because you suggested it a few times and your husband said sure but then nothing happened as time passed by and things progressed does not mean that your husband is the only one to blame for this. Avery has done a whole bunch of awful stuff. That should immediately have been a huge red flag to the two adults in the room, and instead of prioritizing helping the kid, I know he's 19, but he's still basically a kid, to manage his rage and frustration, you just let it grow and instead prioritize not really worrying about it so that you could just get married to his dad. That's a big A move to not care about someone who is going to be a big part of your life moving forward. And man alive, what the heck has your husband been thinking? I don't believe that he has to let his son dictate all of his life choices for him, but if he values his son, he should absolutely have said, whoa whoa, Avery's clearly got a problem with this, so let's pump the brakes until we go to counseling and get it sorted out. And the counseling should absolutely not include you, Avery would only feel like it was you and the counselor and his dad all against him. Your husband is even more at fault than you are here, and I think you did a whole lot of things wrong. If you want to do the right thing for Avery, your husband, and yourself, drop the ultimatum for now and say, we absolutely need to get counseling for Avery, and potentially also his father as part of a dual counseling session, right now. It's never too late to try working through something, no matter how much damage has already been done. But for the sake of the kid, please do the right thing. Story 2. Am I the a-hole, for not wanting to quit my job to look after a baby? Background. My boyfriend, 23 male, and I, 23 male, met at university about 4 years ago and have been together for about 3 and a half years. After university, I moved back to my home city to get a job whereas he stayed in the city we met as he had a placement that offered him a job once he graduated. We live about an hour apart. We make it work because we see each other on weekends, and I take time off in the school holidays etc. I work as APA for one of the partners in a pretty decent sized law firm and have been here since I graduated about two and a half years ago and he works in a primary school. I love my job, I get to travel, great benefits and bonuses and it's a workplace where everyone knows each other and gets along great. I would consider my boss a friend outside of work since we often go out in groups together. So then. We were talking about what we wanted our future together to look like, when and where we'd move in, a pet, things like that. He mentioned children at some point, not necessarily now but before he turned 30. I have never been too bothered about kids and he knows this. I would have children, but it's never been a must, for lack of better wording. Maybe it's because I'm the youngest in my family so I never grew up with babies or younger children around me or maybe it's because I'm only in my 20s and haven't really thought about it in that much detail. He then said that, not word for word, you would have to start getting used to being around a baby since you're going to be the one looking after it throughout the day. I was taken aback, never had a said I wanted to be a stay-at-home parent or shown any interest in doing that. So, 
I told him that. I said I wasn't going to give up my job to be a stay-at-home parent. I said if it ever came to children, I would take the allowed paternity time off to bond etc with the baby, but I wouldn't be quitting my job. He went off on one saying how I was only a PA, who makes more than him without the bonuses, whereas he was a teacher, shaping the minds of young children and furthering their education. How I was unloving and a monster for not willing to put a baby first and how it would feel unloved if we just had our parents look after it. I asked why he wouldn't do it and he couldn't answer so went back to shouting and name calling. My argument was that children were never a be all or end all part of my life and while I would love the baby, I would not put my career on hold. My life, to me, is pretty fulfilled as it is as I have a great family, I've got nieces and nephews who I love and spend time with but it's nice I get to hand them back to my cousins at the end of the day slash weekend. Another point I made was how willing would he be to come and take over for me on an evening when he had been around 30 young children all day and then coming home to one. So am I the a-hole, for not wanting to give up my job for a baby that doesn't even exist yet? Now that you've heard the post, here are the replies from the readers, as well as the replies to the replies. He's telling you who he is, listen. He believes in the core of his being that it will be your, or some other woman's job to take care of any children you have and that his job will always be the most important no matter what job you do. This isn't going to change, so if you don't agree with those basic beliefs, it's a good thing you found this out now before you had kids. Not the a-hole. Edit, the BF's beliefs aren't based in sexism, they're both men. But selfishness. He believes his job, his feelings are more important than the partners because, well, they just are. I agree with everything you're saying, I just want to point out they are both men in this situation smile another added thing OP is, outside of who wants the kid, who makes makes more money, or any of your other valid reasons, from a logistical standpoint it makes more sense for the teacher to be the one to take time off. In the US tenured teachers have it in their contract that they can take off up to a year, amount of time depends on district, it could even be longer, of unpaid leave and still have a teaching position when they come back. So unlike you who would probably need to quit to take off an extended period of time, he'd be able to still have job security. His arguments really make no sense to me. Not the a-hole. My first thought on seeing that they're both men is thank god they can't accidentally have a kid. OP needs to not have a child with this person. That's one of my favorite perks of being gay. I will never be surprised that I suddenly have a child. Whoa! This is the type of conversation that you need to look at when deciding if you want to even continue being with this person. He resorted to shouting and name calling when he was backed into a corner. This will not change if you have kids, it will be in front of the kids, even to the kids, possibly. This is more about how he treats you when you disagree. It's not you two against the problem, it's him battling you for the win. Get out while you're baby free. Not the a-hole. I have to slightly disagree here with one thing. I was a shit partner at 23 years old and might have had a similar reaction in an argument. A decade later this behavior mortifies me. People do change and grow and we don't know the nature of their relationship and if the yelling slash arguing comes from both sides. That said you are probably correct and this isn't a healthy relationship and he needs to evaluate what he wants long term. From the post I'm inclined to agree with you. You shouldn't give up your career if you don't want to and don't let anyone pressure you into that. You are certainly not the a-hole. Not the a-hole, you have zero obligation to be a stay-at-home dad, especially if he is the one so keen on having a child. Frankly, 
That's a huge red flag and you should talk about that. If he doesn't change his mind or tries to pressure you more about it, please dump him. I know that it sounds harsh but this is a big red flag and it shows what he prioritizes and that he wants a child without being a father. Not to mention how the hell does the boyfriend expect to support two adults and a child on a single teacher's salary? A teacher's salary highly depends on the state they live in. Salary schedules are based on two things, years of experience and education level. In a few states you can be looking at $80,000 a year or more with a high education level, masters or higher, and a decade or more of experience. That being said, that's still not a reason for OP to quit a job that he's happy in. My HS Calc teacher was the head of the math department and held a PhD, and his salary on the local FOIA website was listed as over $100,000. This was back in 2013, due, in suburban Georgia. Edit, just remembered that he also taught evening classes at the nearby state university. Not sure if that factored into it, since I'm not sure if the website was run by the state or a more local government. In my experience, the people who are most vocal about wanting their partners to stay home and raise children are also the least appreciative. The ones who go on and on about how you need to stay home for the kids are the ones who then expect you to wait on them 24-7 while they can even put their socks away when they get home. And heaven forbid you ask them not to make a mess, let alone pitch in once in a while. They ignore the huge sacrifice you're making by taking a permanent hit to your earning potential by taking on a lifetime of thankless, mindless, never-ending drudge work while acting like it's a huge sacrifice to continue working at the job they had before you, and would probably still have had if they weren't with you. Expect to hear it's my money or I'm the reason you have food, shelter, etc. anytime you have an argument. Staying home is an economically vulnerable position to put yourself in, and this is not the guy you should do it with, even if you wanted to in the first place. This sounds like a description of my dad. God forbid his kids ask to spend five with him he gets angry and says he either works or stays home. He gets salty if we even suggest he cooks or if food isn't ready he makes you feel bad by saying everyone is useless or he can't trust everyone. Don't forget the pity story he tells everyone. I work all day without a break or drink or eat food he does it because he doesn't bother with a break. Because apparently taking five minutes to get some water or eat a snack is such a huge sacrifice. But oh well that's a workaholic for you. Rant over. I'm really glad this is a same-sex couple, it filters out sexism that comes along with this argument traditionally. OP. If he can feel his job is more important than child rearing, then you can too. It's not necessarily a knock on anyone. I don't care whether you are shaping young minds or telemarketing, you get to make the choice for yourself. I don't know what about your relationship makes him think you would be fine with shouldering the brunt of any possible chid care, might be worth a conversation. Although as many have pointed out, sexism may still come into play. He might have grown up his whole life still with the idea that he will have the career and his partner will stay home with the kids. He'll have the fun bits of parenting and the rest would be dealt with by the stay-at-home parent. His vision is just that the primary caregiver is his husband, not wife. But also he just seems shitty all round and disrespectful of his boyfriend's wishes and career. OP needs to find someone with the same future and family plans as him. I'm not sure that could be called sexism it's more just selfish. Yeah I agree. Not sexism, but the view has origins in sexism, from the sexist culture he was raised in. As a male, 
he was raised to expect a certain sex-based family structure, and he's only going against part of that. Selfishly choosing which parts he wants to keep, roles in household, and which don't suit him, straight relationship. Not the a-hole, plus the parent who is an educator definitely has the career better suited to taking a longer leave as there are built-in longer vacation periods as well. Plus you are the higher earner and do not want to be a stay-at-home parent. In no imaginable way should you then be the stay-at-home parent. If one or both of the parents makes less than the cost of childcare I can empathize with the reality that the lower earner may have to consider being a stay-at-home parent. In general though no one should go into parenting unhappy with their parenting plan. If your BF dreams of a life where his spouse is a stay-at-home parent and all of you live off his teacher's salary and you don't want that then you may be at an impasse. I personally would not want that. I also would be irate at my partner minimizing my job to emphasize how important their job is. I would not want to be with someone who wants to tear me down rather than building us both up. So, your BF wants children but expects you to be the stay-at-home dad to look after his children without even discussing it with you? Oh dear. You both need to have some really serious talks and thoughts about this because once one partner starts wanting kids more than the other and dictating expectations, this could escalate into an absolute deal-breaker for your relationship. You are definitely not the a-hole. He will be the a-hole if he carries on like this. Please don't cave in on this to keep him happy if it doesn't make you happy. It won't stop with this, he will expect you to bow to him wearing the trousers in this relationship with everything once he has you at home not working. Good luck. Honestly this might not be what you want to hear but you are both super young, and what he's telling you is that what he wants matters more than what you want and that in order to satisfy him you will have to put your career, life and your dreams on hold. It might be bad but if having kids and being a stay-at-home parent with a partner that won't help that much isn't what you're looking for it's probably best to part ways. What he is saying isn't toxic or horrible or what, a bit awful in my opinion which makes it harder to tell you that if your goals don't align sometimes it's best to call it quits because otherwise one of you will end up resenting the other for what they want. Not the a-hole, quite frankly that would really make me reconsider my relationship with someone. It's one thing to have an open and civil conversation regarding children in the future, and how childcare and other things would work, but it's another to just assume you'll give up your job and be a stay-at-home dad. If that's what you wanted that's great, but it's clearly not in the fact your husband not just assumed you'd stay at home, but then got so aggressive when you voiced your very valid opinion is not how a marriage works. It also makes me think he has a total lack of respect for what you do. Just because you aren't shaping the minds of young children doesn't make your job any less important. If you guys really are considering kids in the future, I'd suggest to go to a marriage counselor because it sounds like your husband won't be able to have a level-headed discussion without some sort of professional intervention. Not the a-hole. I used to be a teacher and I can tell you the whole I'm molding the minds of the future is slight BS. Yes, teachers are extremely important. We all have had teachers that have motivated us and been amazing people in our lives. But to think that as a teacher you're so important that you can't take the time to raise your own child? He's got some sort of God complex. When you don't have traditional gender roles to conform to since you're both men, there should definitely not be any assumptions of who would be the primary caregiver for this hypothetical child. There shouldn't be assumptions in a more traditional household either. This is a conversation that needs to start with what does looking after a child look like for us. It's very telling that he just assumes that you would take on the full-time caregiver role when logistically it makes no sense. Perhaps a family therapist could be a good move here when you're considering starting a family or even just whether to continue with the relationship. Not the a-hole. Woe is right. 
You sound like you handled this calmly and respectfully and were just blown out of the water by his overreaction. Not only did he make a wildly unfair assumption, when you corrected him, instead of choosing to discuss and brainstorm, he acted like you just destroyed his dreams. I think it's fairly common for the person who makes more to transition into the breadwinner if one parent is going to make the choice to stay home. Which makes his assumption a bit strange. And if he really did phrase it like that you're only AP versus my illustrious career then you've got other respect issues here. All in all, I would take this as an illuminating peek into his character and how he handles conflict. There are some undercurrents here that need to be monitored if you stay together. Best of luck. Married gay guy with two kids here. Having kids has taught me that it should absolutely be an option for every person in this world to be able to stay home with him for at least a year if not two. Other countries have managed this, but the USA has not and it is a shame. I cannot imagine missing out on all of this time I have had with my child. Just turning them over to daycare for 10 hours a day sounds great in theory, but boy would I have missed out on a lot. And in this country unfortunately, people often have to choose between staying home with the baby for a while and a career. We don't have a wide social safety net to allow parents to do both and that is a crying shame as I say. Now, that being said, for you to be demanded to stay home or give up an entire career is not fair and not right. He sounds like a real entitled brat. There has to be a lot more conversations that have to be had before you would consider near going this route long term. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Life. Be sure to check out all the other available podcasts. Till next time, goodbye.